Let's get into your full story. Where are you from? I am from New Bern. Born from New Bern? Craven Regional Medical Center. Fort was even Carolina East. Um, grew up here. My family stayed here. We moved to Greenville and I graduated high school from Rose. Went to East Carolina. Never have I lived anywhere other than Eastern North Carolina. So yes, I am a country girl, whatever you want to call it. I'm proud of it. Um, and said I would never come back home. Okay. I would come to visit regularly, but I mean, my grandma's here. Well, my grandma was here. Well, she's still here technically. Her body is anyway. But my grandma being here, my aunts and uncles, you know, both sides of my family. But uh, said I'd never come back to stay. Okay. We'll definitely get into that. Um, so is it safe to say that you grew up in Greenville? Not really. I went to school in Greenville, okay. but I spent my time in New Bern okay. with my family. How was it growing up here? What would you say your humble beginnings is? The world was very different from, for me. Um, I remember when my mom got saved, she stayed on Pasture Street. I remember some good memories at the house and some yeah, memories at the house, but my mama was, she didn't play no games. Um, but also my mom getting saved, she was very um, protective, uh, sheltering, um, very particular about where we went, what we did. And um, I remember the one place I used to spend the most time, other than my grandma's house, other than my aunt's house, um, was at Tanya Tanya Nelson stayed in Craven Terrace. So, Tanya lived in Craven Terrace. Tanya lived in Craven Terrace. Um, and, I mean, I remember things like playing on the park. I remember things like walking the streets. And even though it was really like, it wasn't like you were doing anything. You know, you weren't at a movie, really couldn't afford it. My mom was a single parent, um, at least for a little while until she met my stepdad, but we'll go there later. Um, yeah, the, the fun part was everybody knew you and there was always somebody to talk to. Skipping down the street, kid with no worries. Okay. Yeah. Um, did you happen to experience any racism during your childhood years? I did. Would you like to talk I to me did. about that? There's one story that is, is it has still run with me to this day. I was about six years old, something like that. And there was this store, still here in New Bern, actually. Still open. But I'm not going to say the name, just because, um, well, good with it, Jimmy Blaze probably dead now that was in the store at the time. No offense, but she was an older lady, and I'm now 30 something. 30-something years old, you know? <laughs> um, but um, I remember going to that store with my mom, my brother, and my sister. Single mom, three kids. And it wasn't like my mom was, well, how can I say this? My mom was very well-known and respected, and still is. She worked at the radio station. You know, she knew everybody. She was part of Ministerial Alliance. She knew everybody, our family was here. She knew everybody. She graduated high school here. And uh, this lady was following us around the store. And I asked my mama, 
Why she following us? She ain't following nobody else. I am that kid who had to open my mouth, you know? And, uh, yeah. Well, I'm vowed to never go back to that store. And I don't know if she remembers it or if she just didn't like that store, but we've never been back in that store. Even in my adulthood, I've never been back in that store just because that was the first time I recognized she followed y'all because y'all the only black people in the store. Uh-huh. That's different, difficult to process for a child who, I mean, think about it. They integrated when my mom was going into high school. So I went to school with white kids and they didn't seem to treat me different. They treat me like everybody else. The white people that my mom interacted with, however, I, I mean, I didn't, it wasn't like I had endless interaction with them. Like, might go to their house and I send the car away for my mom to come out or might be her boss at the radio station. Um, they didn't treat us any different. But then when I think about it, when I really think about it, I was really surrounded by a lot of people of color. I knew my mom knew a lot of white people. Um, and I knew that the white people we knew were nice. I knew that when we were at the laundromat on, um, oh, what's the street on Glen Burnie? And Skip Waters came in. I know Skip Waters was nice to me. Yo. Rest in peace, Skip. Famous. Yo, I'm like, oh, I met somebody famous. This the weatherman. You know, in school day, Skip was the man back in the day, especially when you went to elementary school. Yeah, he was pretty cool to me. So it just was something I didn't um, understand. I didn't understand when my grandma would say things like, she really didn't like white people or she really, I realized that it wasn't that she really didn't like them because she let them come to her house and stuff. She just really didn't trust all of them. I remember she trusted um, our insurance guy who's still my family insurance guy to this day. Love him to death. Like my mom and her siblings call him their brother. You know what I mean? He was a cool dude. He didn't treat us no different. I couldn't understand it again. Not at all. Okay. At that time, do you happen to remember exactly, like, maybe how that made you feel? I said I want to punch her in the face. At that time? Yeah. As a kid, I had a lot of anger. <laughs> um, yeah, because who do you think you are? You must not know who my mama is. I was that kid, like, yo, she really following us. I couldn't understand it. Like, I was that kid that stole from you know the speedway on uh noose mm -hmm. it used to be a hess right before yes. that, it was a trade i was the kid that stole some bubble cum and stuff out you know when you had the counter and your mama chicken out took a whole bunch of stuff just stuffed in my pocket right so my mama when we got home it's like where you get this from lying got my ass toe up finally told the truth she made me take all of it back and apologize. So, of course, in my mind, I'm thinking, how could you even think that she would do that? You don't, you definitely recognize you're judging her off of the color of her skin. You don't know her character because if I were to steal something out of the stove, she'd make me come back and apologize and she'd tear my ass up. That's real. So, um. We don't steal. 
We work for it. We earn it. And we pay for it. Respect. Mm -hmm. Respect. How do you think you'd handle that now? <laughs> In this exact same situation, how do you believe that you'd handle this now? Being who I am today? Yes. I'd probably look at her and say, you know what? I'm going to have to let this... No. I can't let this ride. You really don't know who I am to do that. I will stir some pots. If I... It's not right. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't mind putting you on blast. And when I say you don't know who I am, you don't know, you don't evidently recognize who I belong to. Right? Mm. But you also don't recognize that I got a mouth and I and a voice and I have no problem using it. Okay. Then again, I don't know. Maybe I would just look at her and laugh and just decide not to go back to that store and tell other people not to go back to that store. Don't spend your money to all the black people, brown people, people of color, and all your allies. Don't go to this store and buy nothing. Dry them up. Okay. We're definitely going to... I'm just getting um, real. I'm with you. I definitely want to get back to your life story, but I do have to ask you a question. Mm-hmm. How does something, an experience like that, how did that mold you into the woman you are today? Did that play a part on why you are who you are today? It definitely played a role in a totality of experiences I've had that showed me I'm not someone who really sits back and be quiet. I've always believed in standing up for the person that other people think are beneath them. Um, you know, the kid that might be getting bullied. I'm that kid that probably would step in it and get myself in trouble. You know, um, with my siblings, being protective with them, I mean, Having a uh, um, girls who don't like my sister, and she says she's older than me. I'm in middle school. These girls are high school. They big girls too. Gonna say something about my sister, and they think I'm gonna be your friend. Like you're trying to be funny. You know how I pop you in your face, <laughs> you know? And the girl laughed at me. Her name was Trish. She laughed because I guess it was cute because I was young. But I'm just like, yo, you know that's my sister. Like I beat you up. Like, I always had that protective piece that confirmed it for me that I don't do well with just sitting by and watching injustice or unfairness or seeing somebody be slighted or treated differently just because they look a little different or they might have some difficulty. Like, who are you? You are not God. Judge not that ye be not judged, Matthew 7, 1. We used to sing that as a kid. Wanna know about my childhood? Yo, it's one of the Bible verses. That's how you learn them. Judge not the evil, not judge. Matthew <laughs> seven one. Thank you, Mama. Yeah, that was my Mama. 